Okay. So, hi. I wanted to talk today um, and I've got some amazing guests. I've got Koya, who's a returning guest on Planting the Seed. And today we also have um, her sister, Princess. So I just wanted to um, say hi and introduce them to, to you. And Princess has a really unusual um, job. So I want her to to take it away and explain her role. Um. Hi, um, I am a senior practitioner. So I'm a qualified social worker and I'm a senior practitioner at a therapeutic agency, um, fostering agency. So this agency uh, provides um, foster care mm-hmm. uh, for looked after children. Um, the foster carers are, well, they attend therapeutic training um, and we also provide um, a therapeutic service. So we have therapists um, on hand to uh, work with children. Um, yeah, uh, there's loads of therapeutic agencies um in england london you know all around england um but i don't i don't think that it's um really known Mm. yeah um Mm. i don't think it's it's really known um it is seen as quite a specialist yes uh because of, of the service that they provide um but what i have found is that um it's been a bit of a struggle for me because I manage the London area of the agency. And so within the London area, we have a lot of um, children who are from different ethnic backgrounds. So black, Asian and, and boys. And what I find is that we don't have a diverse range of therapists to actually work with these children. And so what it means is that children disengage um and when i have tried to address this situation um i I just you know and highlight the fact that we need more black therapists we need more asian therapists we need more male therapists Mm. um i feel like i've i've been shouting this for the last well nearly two years and not taken seriously Mm. you know it's I remember the first email that I sent, it wasn't even acknowledged. Wow. You know, it wasn't even acknowledged. And, you know, a lot of these children have real identity issues. Um, And I know from my own experience, when I, I engaged in therapy because the therapist was a representation of me. And so I felt very comfortable. And I feel that, that's what we need for for these children, especially these looked after children, because their identity has already been Be, stripped yeah. away mm-hmm. to a certain by being in foster care. Um, so this is this is what we're facing. We we need more. Um, we need therapists from a diverse range mm. of backgrounds. We also need a diverse range of ther- therapy. Mm. So. Um, you know, drama therapy, (laughs) you know, art therapy and and so on. I feel that children, people of colour are very creative, you know, and sometimes we engage um, because of the stigma around 
receiving therapy, we we engage differently. Yeah, of course. Um, and I just feel that there's a lack of of that. Yeah. You know, there's a lack of of that diverse sort of service uh, for for children. Of course, and you know, I've seen it myself yeah. working in the north of England. Um, everybody, it seems to me that they're throwing money at children, you know, especially adoption, they're throwing money at children. Yet, I don't see the black children who I'm, you know, you've got to think they're, they're out there. They are being fostered. They are being adopted. Yet, I don't see them coming through. And the question is, is why? Why aren't they coming through? Why aren't we help being able to help them with their mental health that they can go on to 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 live amazing lives for the future? Why is it white middle class children that I'm getting? And mm. that's not, you know, I'm happy to have them and I'm happy to work with them. That is not what I'm trying to, you know, I'm not saying that that's an issue. But what I am saying is that there are so many thousands of children out there and I've been doing this for a good six years now and the numbers of children that I get that are from an ethnic background compared to white middle class it's polar opposites the num you know the numbers are so low that I, I, I question where are they and why aren't they coming through and why aren't they being listened to to get the help and, and the support? Now, part of me within my, my reflection on that, is it because people of colour don't seek help for, for, for mental health? Is that one of them? And then secondly, you know, are we, we're, we're not represented anyway. There's a low representation within our community within therapy and is that another reason why because of that you know I'm not going to be able to see myself in my therapist so I am not going to engage within therapy um yeah. they're the things that I really do kind of question and wonder um and in a a world where social media is so mm. prevalent and we are getting a lot of information that is quite damaging very quickly um, on our smartphones. Time is of the essence to get these children into a safe and secure environment so that they can thrive moving forward. And that they're then not going into the justice system, they're not, going down the path of um, criminal activity and being then just a statistic of a looked after child and going down that trajectory. That's what we're trying, well, partly trying to stop in a way. Um, I think there's so many levels to that. Um, mm. Systemic, structural, institutional, um, I, I and I and I also agree with the fact that us as 
people of colour, it's difficult for us to even look at therapy as an option. Yeah. Because, um, and and I'm and I'm assuming as well. Um, this, you know, correct me. See where you look, go with this, because obviously you both work in in these fields. Um, but I'm thinking about the fear, actually, mm. social services, adoption agencies, fostering, all of those things. It's like, okay, if they give me therapy and the therapist doesn't look like me, mm. what's the likelihood that what I tell this therapist? Yeah. You know, what am I going to share with this therapist? Mm. What are they going to do? Where is this going to take me? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Will it be even worse for me because of the experiences? Mm. And then I think about the systems and the structures and the institutes for us that are even training. So whether you're training as a, a therapist or you're training as a, as a social worker, if people of colour's um, experiences um, are omitted from any sort of training, the, the, the view is that, the Eurocentric way is the universal way. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. it's not. You know, of you course. Know and, and, and as you said, um, mm. different types of therapy. So finding different ways, because we're going to heal in different ways. What our healing system looks like is different for all of us. Do you know mm. what I mean? Or it is out there, but you really have to go and find it. Yeah. Now, yeah. if I'm going to the stuff, the parents, the child, all of this is going on. Mm. I don't have the capacity and this is no disrespect or saying people have, but I'm in a whole different, all sorts is going on. I may not have the capacity to go yeah. and do that in-depth search to go and look for that support and that help in that way, you yeah. know? And then, so, you know, the social work field, the therapy field is very um, Western. Yeah. So it yes. doesn't account anything else. Yeah. So yeah. therefore, and, and there's another thing about us as black women. Mm. Yes. We, do, we take the burden of everything. So if there's something going on, we're most probably going to want to deal with it within mm. ourselves and, and our families and all of those sorts of stuff. Mm. Until mm. it gets to that point where it becomes a secure setting that this person is going to be, the, the children are taken away or and all of those things are going on, yeah? Um, mm. How do you how do you even think about how can you even because we're we're, we're we, we've taken it on board you've got your own mental health stuff that is going on now the child has got um, gone into this place their identity they've got their own mental mm -hmm. health stuff going on now but where do you go you, you're yeah. not gonna you're not gonna be because it's now it's it's got it's become extreme so yeah. it's like how do i even you'd step back from that you're not even going to want to go into that now mm -hmm. do you know what i mean and mm -hmm. then you've got these places and these spaces that aren't seeking that either so mm. the professionals so like you said mm. you highlighting something you're saying this is what is needed can we do can we do this mm. um the, you know recommendations are put through mm. and it's ignored yeah yeah so yeah. where's the voice how can i speak up how can if i if i'm in this position mm. a senior position as well mm. yeah and I've got a voice to say something and I'm saying something and it's not being heard, mm. let alone the, 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 the parent, the child, the child. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean, mm. you know, it's like, how do you do that? How, how can we do it? It's, mm. it's like, and that question is always there. How do we do this? That's mm. frustrating. Oh, of course. And it's, it reminds me of a case that I, that I had. I, I did have a child who was, of colour it was in a school that was ma mainly um 
-hmm. of you know ch children of color in there but there was a lot of white teachers um and this kid was kicking off and he was like I just want to I just want to tell you what's going on I just want to tell you and the teacher's having an argument with him and it's going up like this and he the teacher then said you know what no I talk first and then you talk right so he got his thing out he, he said what he had to say because the child was quiet and listened and I'm stood there and then the teacher just walked and he said and now we're done and then the teacher walks off and I'm like that's the problem. Mm. This child is at crisis point. Mm. You have come in to bring that child down mm -hmm. to a, a, an area in that is a caring place, yet you're not doing that because you feel you're better than him. Mm. and maybe you know in that way he is but at the same time there are two humans having a conversation and it's not about status I'm a teacher you're a child it's more about being on a human level mm -hmm. and getting down on that child's level and listening mm -hmm. and it doesn't matter what that child says he could say you know what that kid hit me or you know I can't be asked with that class teacher or whatever but if that child does not have a voice and you are taking that child's voice away and you're doing it more times than not at the end of the day that child will stop talking yeah yeah and the child asked the child yeah. said I just want to tell you mm. what's going on can mm. you just let me speak and tell you what's going on mm. and he was like we're mm, not going to listen yeah. today i was doing a um because i'm also a therapeutic well-being practitioner so mm. I, I i was doing a C, cpd cpd mm. today yeah i was doing one on report writing and they gave us an example of um of a young girl report that, that had been written by a teacher and one of the well-being um the well-being practitioner that works in the school she's got the report she's a woman of um color she's of mixed um heritage yeah mm -hmm. she um she she got the child's re the, the the report that they had and basically they said this child is out of order the child doesn't listen to anybody the child is dis disruptive is very um uh aggressive to the child to her peers and all of this stuff and she got the report and she was like oh my gosh when she finished working with this child her report is this child acts not she didn't say act out but the child's behavior is due to the two to, to her experiences in life which yeah. it, which then and um would then produces this behavior in her mm. and she finds it difficult to mm. um to emotionally regulate mm. which is in the space of her of her peers mm. due to her disre dysregulation mm. because of her experiences you mm. know when you're like yeah whole different whole yeah. different this is a, this child mm. is a black girl mm. yeah you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Now, if this well-being practitioner isn't around or in the school or in the space to be, to have that, to be able to change that narrative that, yeah. that that person had written before stays on her file yeah. for life. Yeah. So it's like, how do we change that? Mm -hmm. And what are we doing with, how are we, how are we working with 
teachers mm. how are we working with education system in order mm. for those those to get that that training if you like mm. the the help and the support to be able to work with people that are not white yeah mm. so this is where it comes now to a a top a, a top up basically isn't it so you a top kind of up and down system yeah. so realistically we need to teach our teachers how to teach us exactly yeah and not necessarily to look at our behaviors as a bad thing but to look at it as a thing they need to understand what's the cause yeah what What is the cause of those behaviors Mm. Yeah. yeah and if we can and that's where I always come back to language it's always about language, isn't it? If you say bad behavior, that to me says that this child is naughty. Mm. But if you yeah. then turn it around and say, okay, he's, you know, the challenges that child faces within life are A, B, and C, you then think, okay, I can understand his behavior in the classroom. He can't sit still. Yeah. Because he's got so much going on in his body that he can't sit still and listen to English or listen to someone so, quote, sonnets and things like that. That's not where his head is at. Because his yeah. head is thinking, am I going to get punched t- tonight when I go home? Or is there going to be food on the table? You know, that's going through his mind. So we need to look at the hierarchy of need but look at it from a black perspective as well as a white perspective to enable us to have a system that works for everybody and not just the minority. What you were talking about hierarchy of needs actually because um, I've been doing a lot of um, black psychology and African-centered therapy Mm. um, courses on those sorts of things and one of the one of the greats, one of the heavyweights, his name's Bobby Wright, and he speaks about menticide. And he done a, um, he showed a process of the hierarchy of needs. Yeah. I don't have it with me, but if we look at the hierarchy of needs and we look at black people, especially, mm-hmm. uh, start with, with, with us, um, each one of those, just being black in this country, we can't hit those. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. So if you're to go back to Maslow's hierarchy of needs and look at each one of them, yeah, and actually think of our, think of ourselves as black people in this society that we yeah. live in in the Western world, we can't actually do any of those, yeah, because the basic, I mean, most of us are put in environmental environments of deprivation to start off yeah. with. Full stop. So if you yeah. looked at each one of them you're able to see actually this is this doesn't pertain to us it's not about us mm. so even that hierarchy of needs we're put we're, we're starting off way we we're not starting off right, at the deficit, same aren't we? we're we're deficit already yeah so that in itself needs to be changed so when you when you when you said we need to teach our teachers how to teach us yes. like that's literally what we have to do we have to take it back so all of those i'm not saying all of those theories don't pertain to us, yeah? yeah. What I am saying is, 
we need to look at how they don't work for us mm, and yeah. work on those things mm. because we're looking at how do we fit into that rather than actually this doesn't fit us mm, yeah we yeah they're trying to fit us into a box yeah when we're a circle yeah perfect like that's that. a perfect mm. analogy because actually like no can we draw it back in <laughs> so um I was wondering if we could then, because what we had spoken about originally when we were coming to do this, I mean, this was really important, but I think we can also um, segue into International Women's Day, Day Week, whatever, all of that, and um, Meghan Markle. I thought it was really significant when you sent me the message to say, it's funny how it was um, It was shown, It not funny, you, you, you mentioned it was shown on International Women's Day. Yeah, I didn't realize that, you know. Oh, you know, I was late, I was late, but I was like, how interesting. Mm. It's shown on international, but we're the least seen, yeah, we're the least, um, um, and least heard, heard, we're the least, um, given anything, any, any kind of kudos, re recognition, mm. um, you know, and all of those things. And I was listening to a video yesterday, and a, a this amazing um, Africa guy who's really funny but he was like she's literally the lightest of black you could ever be mm. and these people were worried about how dark black child black. Mm. and I think he would be like seventh in line to the throne like it's that. like yeah. mm, where's the concern why are you concerned about that but mm. it just it just hits home actually how how deep how yeah. deep racism is how yeah. deep how deep it how how rooted it is and it's not even like you question the child's skin color or you you wonder what's good what because everybody wonders when you're pregnant what your child's going to be like who it's going to look like that is not the issue it's okay for the parents to wonder that yeah as i did with my child but i don't want you know great great granddad bertie questioning yeah bertie <laughs> yeah yeah, it yeah. Was, um, questioning yeah. how dark this child's skin's going to be and then when you also look at it you think it really wouldn't be that dark anyway like Dark at all. He's not even the child. The child is. Is. First of all, look how light she is, and I know our genes, our melanin is strong. Don't get me twisted. Mm. I understand that, but real talk. Yeah, seventy-five percent white. Yeah, and twenty-five percent black. Melanin is strong, but it, you know, come yeah. on now, come yeah. on now. How white is the baby? How black is the baby really going to be? Like, mm. how how much color is the baby going to hit? Mm. I'm, I'm all, sure. Yeah, and all it's going to show is that the minute the child gets into the sun. It's gonna black up. Boom. That's it. That's it. You're gonna have a wicked tan. The baby's tan's gonna be on the next level. You'll be like, oh yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, but other than that, other than that, nothing. And if they had stayed in England, they, you would have never seen that anyway. No, you wouldn't, you wouldn't. What's fascinating to me as well is I mean, I thought it was quite an interesting um interview. Um, and I think it's really brave, actually, oh gosh, and courageous do it however i'm like how is this going to benefit 
me. Real talks. I mean, because they got how many millions? Yeah. That they were sitting on already. So he can he can leave his um his mm. family and and go off with his woman to America, which is in itself. I'm like, okay. Mm. But anyway, but in that in in this my my concern is in this real like this revelation that has come up um and because for us as black people we were like well yeah it was no surprise yeah, all that she was saying all that she was saying we were like well yeah, yeah. no surprises there <laughs> well yeah i'm mm. like I'm, I'm i'm yeah we didn't expect anything yeah. different mm. but I, it's people taking on board what she's saying them mm. the the because her experience was real and I don't want to minimize it. And this isn't oh, comparing trauma. It's not trauma comparing, but it is, however, it is about the, the understanding that she is her, her, where she is, who she's with, where she is and her so social economic status or mm -hmm. status already mm -hmm. has her able, has her in that she was in that situation with all of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For us that are just Koya out here mm. are people realizing we're experiencing this and how we are experiencing without all of those extras that she's got mm. do you know what i mean like i need there to be an understanding not just like oh this has happened now and you know oh wow there's been a revelation whoa you know it's in the mm. news it's blah blah blah, blah. Mm. you know because i mean they're already doing things about making her bully and all of those stuff and you mm. know they, they they're already trying to vilify them and all the rest of it mm. and you know making this big thing about the color thing when really, no, let's look at what was actually happening to her. Mm. The woman had mental health issues mm. based on the racial mm. abuse mm. that she was f f receiving inside mm. the family of her, 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 her husband. Mm. Yeah. So for us, the ordinary woman out here, black woman mm. out here, it's, do they understand the impact? Because she looks white to mm, me no mm. disrespect to her but she looks white to mm, me yeah mm. and she owns that she's mixed race power to her you mm. know what i mean because that is her but you don't look like me yeah you're mm. not a woman a biracial woman that looks like me in the sense that there are biracial women who who are even of lighter hue like hue like her but their hair you will see mm. that they, they're 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 like i'm a black woman mm. do you know what i mean or i am a woman of mixed heritage and I reckon I recognize my blackness. Mm. Do you understand what I mean? Mm. I don't get that from Megan. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Not once have I seen her with a curly head. Not once. Mm. Yeah. Ever. No, that's true. And her straight is straight, straight. Yeah. But mm. what I'm saying is, in that, it's like this woman is representing women of a woman of color. Yeah. And she was receiving that. We are. We ain't got no mix. Mm. They. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love you, Andrea. We ain't got no mix. We yeah. just black like this. We melanated, full melanated. Yeah. So is anybody now recognizing us? Mm. Will we be recognized? I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, I, I saw a Twitter and a mm. lady said, um, "Really, people, are you really going to have Megan representing us as black people, as black women?" And mm. I was like, "Ooh, that's a bit harsh." But then underneath she wrote, "No disrespect to Megan, but Megan, you're not." representing us in any mm. way in the sense that yes you've come and told this story but you haven't told this story for us mm. Mm. yeah th that is 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 true she has she's told it because she needed to get her truth out there and yeah. i think there's so much going on in the media right now and the press about her 
being a bully, you know, Rubbish, and everything it. else like that. And I, and I, personally, I don't see that. But then again, am I, you know, I question, am I biased to Megan and thinking, is she, because she's a woman of colour, am I just being her ally instead of actually looking at the bigger picture? But I, you know, that's just my reflections on it. I don't believe that I am. Yeah. But, you know, you've got to look at everything. I try to look at all the, the things, even listening to Piers Morgan and thinking and, and he, seeing his side of it just just for a tiny glimpse of maybe somebody who doesn't like her and can't see her, you know, see her truth. But he's he's a different story completely. Yeah, it's personal with him. Yeah, it's personal. Yeah. yeah, but she rejected him, didn't she? Yeah. And then started going out with uh, Harry. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yes. Yes. I mean, I heard that, you know, the the, the uh, Mitch Race guy that was amazing. Alex. Alex. Yeah. Oh, Alex. He was brilliant. Alex yeah. was brilliant when he is. Oh, I was like, Alex, yeah. yes, do you? But I didn't realize. <laughs> but then at the same time, you've got to remember, she's going into an institution that is very strict. One of the, the institutions. The, the institution. Yeah. It was built on the backs of our people. That, yeah. so, and they do not want that to yeah. be really sad and also angry and just like, these people, she's asking for, for help, for her, yeah. she's pregnant as well. Yeah. Just want to point that out. That's the next thing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Because hormones are already crazy. Mm. And then you already feel like you're bad when you're pregnant, let alone mm. you are actually experiencing <laughs> yeah. some mental health stuff. You know mm. what I mean? And they didn't give her the help. And it made me think about all the black women that I've worked in with in forensic settings and, and the places I've worked with them in prisons, that they've gone to get help. Yeah. And not being able to get help. Mm. That help is not given to them until they get to crisis point. Okay. And then they're either put in a secure setting, locked up, or put into a, a hospital and pumped full of drugs and yeah. then sent on the road. It's terrible. It is terrible. How do we change that? You know? By, by, I think we change it by voicing our opinions and being the voice to the community that we are in. Because other than that, I'm not telling people and not listening to people when they say, shut up, sit down, wait your turn. It's so true. Mm. I love that. It's so true. It's so true. Because we need... We able to. We have to. Yeah, the, the women that are able to do it, we have to do it. Because other than that, this kind of thing will go on for the next generation and generations after that without actually that. changing anything. We'll shift the dial a tiny bit. We will. I know that. Yeah. I, I feel more hopeful, you know. This this um obviously I haven't been um or or I was young. You know, when you think about the different rebels that have happened, you know, mm. what they call it, the different rebellions that have happened over time because of different things. I mean, um, you know, I feel like this time there's something else going on. It almost feels like, for me, it feels like what I imagine the civil rights movement to have been like and the race relations yeah. here to have been like when they actually moved something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the only thing is, 
I'm hoping that what we move this time continues. Because yeah. what they did, is they give it to you for a little bit of time. They, Like I said, they give it to you for a little bit of time. And then it's like, oh, no. They, they find a way of taking it away. Enough now. Mm. Enough now. You know yeah. what I mean? I feel there's something else has happened here. And I think it's because it, it it's worldwide as well. Mm-hmm. It's happening worldwide. I feel like there's something more... <sighs> It's more of a feel. They have to listen. There's no choice. Yeah. And what I feel was good with this one is that people are going, well, this happens in England. Oh, yeah. Because people didn't. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're like, yeah. Why would you you think anything else? (laughs) Are we different? It's happening in Africa. You know, colonization like, is a different form of this. You know, like you're like, why would you not think that where we are in, in England it's not happening to us? But I tell you what, it goes back to it goes back to slavery. In oh, the sense of course. the British exported their, their enslaved people, didn't they? They yeah. went and picked went and, and kidnapped and tortured people, genocide, caused genocide, and took them out there. Mm-hmm. So and that's kind of like how it stayed that way. So they've yeah. been able to just be like, oh, no, it's not us. Mm-hmm. We're not part of that. We're not. Because actually they keep it like they haven't done anything. Um, they're not, they're not, they're, their hands are not in it. They're mm-hmm. able to take their hands out, which is why it seems that people, you know, Americas, wherever, have got this big, this, this thing that this racism isn't happening here. Because they keep it real quiet yeah. real, you know it's indirect it's indirect you know because how many people you know like obviously they have george floyd you know may so rest in peace and all of that but that's been happening forever we, we've always been seeing those, those things yeah there, you know? i've been on marches and this is from years ago yeah like these, these things about have always the same been. thing and england we have it as well mm, yeah. i know of many people that have died in, in england custody. yeah you know, oh, not because, of it yeah. because they died, you know, died in police custody, died in forensic settings, yeah. died in mental health yeah. settings, di- have died in prisons, you know, and and have been killed. Yeah. I'm going to say it like by officers of the law mm. in that sense, in that way. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And it's like. Now we're 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 being seen. So I hope the yeah. change. But also, there's more momentum. There's more black people are coming out. Really, we, 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 people of color are coming out. Yeah. They're like, what? What? We're because do you know what I think it is though? Energy. There's been shifts in so many different things. So there's been shifts in the LGBTQ plus community, and that has just come out really in the last couple yeah. of years. But it's like they've moved so much recently. You think, and everything's so much open. We're, we're more of an open community and country and, and world now that you're like, well, where is it? My turn. Mm. We've been waiting. We, mm. we were told to wait. We've waited, yeah. man. Yeah. Where's, <laughs> like where's the shit going to move here? Where's it my turn? <laughs> and it's Love true. That, but it's true. It's true because yeah. also, you know, you're like, hold on. I don't, and I'm not, you know, Anybody that has an any group that ism is attached yeah. to, we know in it. But let's be real, yeah. Or every single one of those isms, whether it's disability, whether it's um 
sexual orientation, whether it's age, um, age mm. whether it's sexism, all mm. of those things, yeah. You, we experience all of those, yeah. Those isn't we will experience that. However, in addition, if you have all of those things and you're black, yeah, on the next level. Mm. So it's like, can we sort this out? Can we not? Give it, oh, we're going to deal with, um, um, uh, you know, um, I don't know, sex, um, feminism and all of those sorts of things. We're going to deal with that or we're going to deal with ageism or we're going to do, yeah, well, all of that is good. But actually, as a person who is black, I'm going to have all of that go against me as well as. Mm -hmm. On top of. Worse because of the colour of my skin. And I think that is the, where it goes deep. It's not just about women and men. We also have, I'm a black woman. Mm. And then you've got, okay, that person's a black woman who is gay. You've got another layer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that yeah. woman, all the intersections, yeah, <laughs> all the intersects, you're like, wait. Yeah. But <laughs> at the top of it, it's you are a person of colour. Mm. So yeah. let's sort that out. Yeah. Then go down to the different elements of who you are and what makes you you. Because out of, out there, there is so many people of colour that we need to sort that problem out first. Yeah. And yeah. then work down. Work down. Mm. Um, there's a lady that I follow on Instagram. Weezy? I think she's called Weezy. I'm not sure where she's from, but... um. She's, I, I do believe she's a woman of colour. She's very, very fair, but she uses her, her privilege, mm-hmm. her privilege to fight for um, the rights of black people, for black people. And she says, which I, it stuck with me. When I heard this, I was like, oh my God. She said she does this work because she said, if you liberate black people, she fights for the equity and liberation of black people. Because if you liberate black people, then you liberate everyone. From the, from the epicenter of whiteness to the very fringes of black people. I was like, mm. that's, what we, that's what needs to be done. That's what needs to be done. And I don't want to keep having the same conversation with white people about what needs to be done. Mm. What I'd like them to do is just do it. Mm. Yeah. But at so the same I'll, time, it... it because it's not my issue. I'm affected by it. Yeah. But what I think as well is that they don't want to do it. They don't yeah. want us to be equal. Because if they did, they would have given it to us years ago. Yeah, so true. Oh, Andrea, don't get... Mm. Yeah. Well, we, you know, we know it was economics, in it? That's created... Um, racism in his first first place so if you can dehumanize people so that you can make money they they can make money for you because what the, what's grown in these countries what is grown in england everything in this and even if we think about um things like this our phone mm. where did that, where, we can't nothing that is in that is made, our phone is made of is is here you know mm. you have to go to africa to get it mm. you have to go into africa to mm. go and get those things you can't mm. you can't you can't you can't get it you know what i'm saying so yeah. they needed they needed after they they finished the labor of our people the slave labor of our, our enslavement labor free labor of our people 
they were like, oh, we need to go to Africa to make sure we can get all of their minerals, all of their, all the things that we can use to make the world go, to make our world go round. Yeah. Is what that is what has happened. So it's about money. Oh, because right, now, right now, we don't need, black people ain't trying to fight white people to be like, oh, we're coming for revenge. That's not what we want. We mm. just want to be able to live. Yeah. Yeah. We just want to be able to live. We just want to be able to live in the way that we need to live. So let mm. us live. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But mm. so I think their theory is that we're going to do to them what they've done to us. And it's not, it's not that, but, it's not the case. But, but the, what happens is if we all went home, let's just say, yeah, all of us went to, um, were, or, or we're here, but we, we've, we've got a base, wherever yeah. that is, whether it's Africa or the West Indies or South America, but our bases are there. And that's where we're, we're accumulating our money. That's where we're doing our business. North America and England, Europe won't have anything. Mm. So they can't take away racism because if they take away racism, then what will they have? And that's the fear. Mm. Yeah. I think that's, that's the fear. Losing power and Losing control. power and control. Mm. You're doing amazing things in the work that you do. And what I would like to encourage you to do is just knock on more doors yeah, yeah. because there are down, yeah there are people there are services um whether it's children's services or adult services um where there is a massive need for therapists who look like you and who are able to provide that um creative mm, well. um, way of working with children um uh, and and adults so because they're not coming to you, I feel that you need to go to them. Without a doubt, Maria. I feel you, sis. We need to try that approach and see, you know, see what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Completely, completely. Yeah. You know what? Thank you so much because we've we've spoken a lot of different things today. But what I find really amazing about both of you is that we're coming from a common goal of healing and helping and supporting our community and that yeah. is the most best part of everything yeah. so thank you so much for your your time and I would love to have you back on at any point. Yeah.